Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Absolutely in this place today. Amen. How many can feel his presence? Amen. I don't ever want to take it for granted what I feel in the house of the Lord with God's people. It's when it's when his glory fills the house that our hearts are changed and moved. Amen. Paul said that when I see him as he is, then I will become like him. I mean, no, it's the it's the presence of the Lord that changes us. Somebody say amen. Amen. I'm glad all of you have come out to be with us this morning, the Anchor Church of Cambridge. And uh, there's a lot of, lot of our folks that are out sick this morning. And so we want to keep them in prayer. Uh, as we go into the word, we'll pray, we'll pray for them this morning and God would touch them, give them strength. Amen. If you have your Bible, you can turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 32. And we'll start reading at verse 6. And we'll read 6 through 12. And then we'll read 24 through 29. Uh, I also want to say that um, we got an excellent report from Columbus this morning that Tim Chrisman woke up this morning smiling and, and, and excited about his family to be there to visit him and He's breathing on his own and they're getting ready to move him. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. God, we're thankful for your hand upon his life today. And, um, he's excited about being able to be moved to Newark to a rehabilitation center where they're going to help him gain his strength so that he can go home. And uh, I know that he's excited about that. Last Sunday afternoon, uh, we were able to get up to Columbus and see him and, and uh, talk to him. He couldn't talk because he had the, the trach deal in his, in his throat, but you know, he's mouthing words to us and, and he said, I miss my church. Amen. And I said, man, we miss you. Amen. We, we, we really do. And, and uh, when you're not able to, to be in the house of the Lord with God's people, there's there's something that's missing. Amen. How many know we gain strength from one another? We need each other. We need the prayers of the people around us. And we are in fellowship together. We're all trying to do the same thing and get to the same place. Amen. And when it's all said and done, we'll never be able to do that by ourselves. Amen. We need the people around us and praying for us. And Aunt Sue asked me to to let y'all know that she's grateful, thankful for all the prayers and, uh, and that he is doing, he's doing well. And, uh, that that's, that's, we're thankful for that. Why don't we give the Lord another hand clap of praise. It's not right of me to ask you to get your Bible and then ask you to clap. 
jump the Bible and clap at the same time. Genesis 32, verse 6. And the Bible says, And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Saul, and also he cometh to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. Somebody say distressed. Anybody ever been distressed? Anybody ever been afraid? And he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and herds and the camels into two bands. And and said, if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And then Jacob began to pray. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saidest unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. And thou saidest, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. The Bible says in verse 13, and he lodged there that same night and took of that which came to his hand a present for Esau, his brother. Verse 24. And Jacob was left alone. Somebody say he was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has with God and with men. And prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, wherefore that thou doest after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. I want to preach to you on this subject this morning, wrestling with God. Wrestling with God. I wonder if we can lay our Bibles down, answer the Lord. Hey, God, we're thankful this morning. God, for the touch of your spirit. Lord, we're thankful, God. Lord, for your word. We know that's anointed. God, I pray that would rest upon your people this morning. God, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to be understanding of your word. God, I pray your anointing would be upon your people this morning to receive your word. And I pray you would anoint your messenger today to speak those things, God, that have been that have 
founded from the foundation of the world. Give us revelation by the power of your spirit. We'll give you all the praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Clap your hands one more time. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. Wrestling with God. Amen. Somebody say wrestling with God. is so good. Amen. Wrestling with God. Jacob is in a situation in this passage of scripture uh, that the Bible says that he is afraid uh, and that he's very, very distressed. Um, he prayed for his life and the life of his family. He's distressed about the outcome of the situation. Amen. Has anybody ever had a situation in your life that you were distressed about? Amen. That there was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the situation and you weren't sure exactly how it was going to turn out. Amen. You're a for your, he's afraid for his well-being. He's afraid for the impact of what might happen. Somebody say, what might happen? Amen. To he and his family. Amen. But the situation that, that he's in did not start there. Amen. It didn't, it didn't start that day. It wasn't something that just suddenly came up. Amen. Something that had happened years ago. Amen. What we are going through today is not necessarily something that was birthed today. The situations in our lives right now are not something that just happened today when the sun came up. It's a result of things that have happened in the history of your life. Come on. How many that in order to understand what Jacob was going through that day, you have to understand the history of where he came from and what he dealt with when he was younger. Amen. Uh, most of what we're going through right now is a result of things, choices that we had made years ago. Come on. Things that we have done uh, years ago. Amen. Uh, uh, things that impacted us years ago. Amen. And we're still fighting the results of those things. Amen. In order to understand the totality of anybody's life, you can't necessarily look at today and judge somebody based on what's happening now. Come on. You have to look at what has happened over the totality life. He said, hear the whole conclusion of the matter. Amen. Before you can rightly judge anything, you have to know the history. Come on, you have to know where somebody came from. You have to know the battles that they have fought. Amen. It's easy to look at somebody right now and see what's going on in their life and be able to judge them, draw conclusions based on their life about what's happening right now. 
but I want to tell you this morning uh, that 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 there is a history. Amen. There there is a we've all lived life. We've all decisions that we're not proud of. We've all done things that we should not have done, said things we shouldn't have said, been places we shouldn't have been, amen, given ourselves to things we shouldn't have gave ourselves to, and as a result, it has caused us to have distress and caused us to be afraid and caused the future to be uncertain, amen, but I want to tell you today that there is a God in heaven understands you from the time you were born until now and he's got a plan for your life and it has not changed somebody say amen amen Jacob's troubles go back to his youth amen they go back to his birth amen Jacob was born two sons twins amen he was born second amen Esau was his twin Amen. Esau came uh, forth first. And the Bible says that as Esau was born, that Jacob had a hold of Esau's heel. As it say, even in his birth, not about me. Right? You're not going to get one step ahead of me. You're not going to, uh, you're not going to get one over. You might have been, been born. Your head might have come out first, but I'm coming out with you. Come on, somebody. Amen. There was in Jacob time of his birth. Amen. Being second. Amen. The word, the, the name Jacob means a He lived to his name. Amen. I, I always kind of chuckle when somebody comes there, there, their baby. Something negative because I'm like, man, what do you expect that to become? You know, that's how people use my names. They very seldom choose the name of people negative. Name of Joshua. It's my name. If you didn't know, that that name, the giant. To be born, a name that's negative, negative life. When Jacob was born, his family saw he held on to heal. Esau, they named him Jacob. Amen. Named him Jacob. Named Bible representation of who those were. Because a name means more. It's more than just word. It's the story of your life. And that's why a good name is rather to be. Great riches. We want that that is that produces positivity. That produces our. Come on, we we want to believe and do things because God has called us to be. Amen. And nobody's ever going to come what called to be if calling them a thief, calling them a driver, calling them a, a heel catcher. Amen. Was saddled with a name that held back his whole. Jacob began to live up to his name. The Bible says that Esau was first. So rightfully, the, the birthright, I say the birthright, the birthright belonged to Esau. And, and, and back in the in Bible, remember, the firstborn son would get a double portion of the family inheritance. 
only would he get a double portion, but he would become authority in the family in the of his father when his father passed away. Amen. So being born first meant something. Amen. It it brought with it a lot uh, a lot of uh, stuff, good things. It brought with us the blessing of the father. Amen. Blessing of natural father passed to the firstborn son. Amen. Jacob was not the firstborn, but he wanted the firstborn. Come on. He he wanted what Esau had. Come on, somebody. He wanted what Esau was into. Amen. Esau didn't, didn't get the blessing because he didn't to deserve it. He was in line with the blessing because he was born first. Amen. It wasn't Esau life that produced the blessing of his natural father in his life that's the way that they did things and Jacob desired to have what Esau had I want you to stay with me this morning Jacob desired the, the blessing of the father he desired to have the position that Esau was in line to receive he desired to have those things amen but those things were not for him come on that was not his place amen that for him, it was for Esau. Come on, somebody. Anytime we want something, not for us. We're going to have to do things. Get it. That aren't lawful. We're going to have to manipulate situations so that we get what we want. Come on. But anytime you do things that are unlawful to get what you necessarily you were meant to have. you get means that were evil that you betrayed somebody and and do that that thing that you want is never going to bring to your life what you they would come on because if if you can't good about how you got it come on if you can't, if you can't have about how you got it. Come on. If you have peace, have peace about the means you went through, decisions you made to bring that thing to pass, you're never going to be happy with the result of it. I don't care how much money it brings. I don't care the position that it brings. I don't care what person it brings in your life that you desire. And if it's not meant for you, if God's not able to or doesn't want to give it to you, it's not worth it. Clap your hand to the Lord. He's worthy. Jacob wanted the blessing. He wanted the birth. So Esau went out and he came back in handed. Ever went hunting and came back in handed? That is the story of my hunting days. Played a game uh, in our Nashville over uh, December, and we're supposed to write down two things about ourselves and lie. We're supposed to try to guess which one was lie. And I said, "Why? That's true. My hair's gray. That's true." And then my third one, the hunter. came back empty-handed. 
them up. Have you ever heard that? Jacob always working a plan. and trying to figure out how he can make the situation benefit him. Always looking to see if he can turn it around so that he can get what he wants. Somebody, and we take up an act like, like that. But every one of us, in some way or another, to manipulate situations we have in time past, benefit we have to who we step on or who we to or as long as what we want. Then Jacob. Jacob picked up some things are not something of not to me. Mom and Daddy Lima stay at the school. And I said, Did you want some lima? I was like, And so then I well, maybe one of these days when I get old, I might come over, I'll be lima beans. Beans are not good. I don't, you know, man, I had a woman to smell delicious. How many know anything smells good when you're hungry? There's a lot of stuff that smells good when you're when you're empty. There's a lot of stuff that when you wouldn't in a time when you had your right mind. Come on, somebody. Have you have you ever gotten a couple bites into something and you're like, I can't believe I'm eating this. Hey man, you stop at the gas station, you get one of them firecrackers. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I think that's what they're called. They're, they, they, I don't even know what they are. They're a crust over something that is spicy, but I think spice is put in there to cover up what it really is. And you get a couple bites into it, and you're like, you start looking at it. Whoa, I can't believe I'm eating this. And you throw the in the garbage. Amen.
noticed that uh, when you're at the lowest point, there's always something available to seemingly need. Something is sent to steal something from you. Come on. If it's if God's will, it's there to steal from you. I want to. Jacob begins to try to deal with these things. I tell you what. This is my story. I'm so happy that I feel like I'm going to die. Tell you what, I'll give you all this this great suit. Your birth womb. Esau said for a second. His mind began to do its thing. He says, what is the birth womb if I die? to value that bowl of beans for position was born into the family. And it meant for Saul, he was born. He was to step in that position. He one he had. He planned to try to get what Esau had. Amen. And in a low moment, he came to Esau. When Esau's was down. Come on, somebody. His heart was down. He was vulnerable. Make a bad decision. And Jacob took advantage of Esau's vulnerability. said, you know what? Give me the soup. Give me your birth. He said, deal. Amen. He made a decision in a low moment to do something that he knew was on to the path for his life. That how can I, if I can get through today, what is that going to value me? I want to the call of God on life is greater value than anything this world can offer you. I don't care if you think you're death, give in, lies, and connive in the devil. Amen. The Bible tells us that loved Jacob and Esau he hated. Because for one morsel of meat, of bring us to come on destruction in our lives 
We have to think about the paths of our feet, the paths of travel, decisions that we're making, things that we're doing. Sold it. At that point, Jacob is mine. The birthright is mine. I bought it. He sold it to me. Amen. How many of you buy the birthright? Amen. You, you, in order to get it's not yours, you're going to have things that are contrary to God's laws, contrary morality. Amen. You're going you're gonna to try to make it right. Even if it's not, you're going to try to make it fair. What's not? Amen. You're going to try to make sense out of it. So you know that the way that you're going about it is wrong. By Abraham and Sarah. Moment. God prophesied Abraham. He's going to have a son. Amen. He's going to be the son of promise. Amen. And through your seed, Shall all the people of the world be blessed, he told Like the sand upon the land shore and the stars in heaven, so shall your seed be. The people who are born through your promised child are going like the sand on the seashore and like the stars. Amen. Abraham was getting old and Sarah was getting old. It was years. Years went by and the thing that God promised didn't happen. That God said was going to happen did not happen in the time when they thought it should. And so they began to try to come up with a plan. We're going to make the word of God come to pass. We're going to make it happen. We're going to help God out a little bit. And we try to help God out. He's God. He's the one that spoke it into existence. It'll happen when it's time. They, they were worried about their condition and their ability to make it happen. If they don't do it soon, they're not going to be able to have a child. Right? In fact, I'm past the point. I can be productive. Here, maybe this is that you go into child that's born will take as our and that'll be the child God said be the one that that they the way it was so they Abraham went into Hagar and there was a son his name named Ishmael anything about Hand would be against every man, and man's hand against him. Ishmael, uh, according uh, of Abraham, Amen. But he was born to a bondwoman. That was that something that was a slave. It wasn't the proper child. It wasn't the way that spoken it. Bible tells God Sarah was going to. Says time, Sarah, the Lord Abraham again said, Sarah's baby. Abraham was 100 years old. 
point. And she was eavesdropping inside the tent. And when she heard the say it, she was like, Lord when I calls her, hey, I heard you when I, when I, Supposed to be the born. Come on. It already derived of the bring it oh it what was passed to me was the blood of my father. Amen. I was born into this world a sinful man. Now don't look down at me like my dad's the only one that was sinful. We were all born into sin. David said I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Amen. I was born into it. None of us can be pleasing in God's eyes without God. Amen. Without that second birth, without that newborn, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. He said, how do I enter into the kingdom of God? And he said, let a man be born again 
cannot see the kingdom of God. Your first birth won't get you there. You have to have a second birth. You got to kingdom of God. Amen. So there's a struggle. A struggle. It says that the flesh, flush, the flesh lusteth the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary one to the other. Ishmael is fighting against Isaac. And every, th- every time they tried to give something to Isaac, Ishmael tried to take it. Ishmael tried to destroy it. Amen. How many know that the, the Ishmael, uh, the people that came out of Ishmael are the people that are still fighting against Israel? Amen. They think that they have a right to that land over there. Come on, it's still happening before our eyes. Isaac and the Israelites are holding on to Jerusalem and that land over there. And the people that are fighting against them are the descendants of Ishmael. It's still happening. It's going to happen until Jesus comes back. Come on. It's going to happen until this thing ends. Amen. Because God's word is promised and God's word has been spoken and God's word can't over by mankind. His word will prevail. Somebody say amen. Somebody say there's a struggle. Jacob stole the birthright. He got it by natural means. Esau into selling it. Amen. It was not the way he was supposed to get it. But it's the way he got it. And so in a low moment, Esau sold him the birthright and everything that went with it. But when Esau walked away, he's probably like, that didn't mean anything. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw that happen. Nobody's, no, nobody saw, heard that conversation. That's between me and Jacob. Amen. But when the time came for Isaac to die, he called for Esau. Somebody say he called for Esau. Esau, I want you to go make me that that venison soup that you make me, that you make so good. And bring a bowl of that soup and I'm going to bless you. Esau leaves, goes out hunting for some venison. The Bible says that his mother overheard and went to Jacob and said, Jacob, now's your time. He's going to give Esau the blessing. Now's the time. Do what you got to do. Amen. They killed a goat. They made some soup out of it. Now Esau was different than Jacob. He was hairy. He was very hairy. If you if you look up the name Esau, that's what it means, hairy. <laughs> took the skin of the goat. This is kind of twisted skin on the back of his hands and on the back of his neck. So when the father reached out to touch him because he was blind, he would feel Esau. And he went in and he Esau's robe. And he put his robe on. And he had hair on the neck. Now Harry is But 
the father gives him what he wanted. And so he went to his father and smelled like God Esau's probably out there the laundry. Put on the rug, had there, went into his father, father. I got the That's Esau. Amen. He was confused. He says, voice, it sounds like Jacob. You feel Esau. Your voice is the voice of Jacob. Amen. But he goes ahead and he blesses Jacob. As he's Esau. And he he steals and steals the blessing of Esau that was supposed to be Esau. He his father tricked his brother. Come on. He was going to do whatever he had to do to become what he had to become to get blessed. He got it. He got the blessing. He lived out the moment he was out here. Esau. Esau comes in. He's, I got your father. All of a sudden, the father's like, oh, man. You, my son. I'm Esau. What? I, I'm sorry, my son, but I blessed. I already gave blessing. I gave somebody who said you. I can't bless the first boy because I already gave. Away. But uh, can you bless me, Father? Bless me. Do 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 what you need what you need to do. But I need blessing, and I did bless him. But he didn't blessing that he wanted to get. How many know Jacob stole it the wrong way and Esau lost it? Amen. You thought your family was messed up. Amen. Because anytime we try to do it our own way, that's how it's going to end up. Amen. Esau found out that Jacob had stolen what was his. Now he vengeance his heart. I'm going to kill that. If I kill him, I'll get that birth. Come on. Jacob flees for his life. Runs away from his family. Leaves his family. Goes out on the road. He goes to uh, some, some of his distant relatives' homes. Uncles are, and and he work for his uncle and work. And, uh, try to make it. But the whole time, can never really be the blessing. can never really stand in that place. Because he's got his following everywhere that he goes. Everywhere he Every decision that he makes, he's reminded about the way he got the blessing. And every decision he makes, he makes it as if he's still Jacob. Come on. Still the catcher. He's still that deceiver. Amen. He's still that guy that gets things through. He means. Amen. But there comes a time in his life 
where he works and works and labors. The Bible says that he said he crossed over Jordan, uh, but when he's coming back, he's, he's got two bands. Amen. Meaning that he has been increased greatly in his, in his life. Amen. The, that, that as he worked and labored, that he put together uh, a portfolio. Amen. Jacob was very blessed with natural means. Come on. He was blessed with everything that they had. He had a family. He had lives. Amen. He had children. Amen. He had, uh, he had everything that this world could offer. He was rich with cattle and rich with, with, with horses and with camels and with kine and, and all the different animals. That, uh, back then it was a show of, of prosperity. The Bible says that as he tried to come back home, so let me show it says, at some point you got to come back home. At some point, you come back to where it all happened. At some point, Jacob knew the blessing is not out there running away and, and living in a place where I wasn't purposed to live, around people that I wasn't purposed to be around. Come on, the purpose is for me to be where God has called me to be. Amen. And there was something in him that was pulling him to that place. And he knew, I can't stay out here where I'm at. I got to go back home. Come on, I got to get back to that place. I got to get back to the place that where that God was calling me, the, gate, the place where God has always purposed for me to be. Amen. But there's, there's something that's standing in the way. Amen. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a wall that's in the way of me getting back. Esau. Somebody say Esau. Jacob, when he's on his way back home, the Bible says, if you look it up, he could have, he could have went the way of Pandanaram and got around Esau for the time being. Amen. He could have, he could have went around it, the, the opposite direction. He could have found a way to get around what he needed to confront. Come on, he could have, but he knew in his heart that I can never be what I'm supposed to be until I face this. So his decision making was, I'm going to confront this thing head on. Come on, somebody. I'm going to, I'm going to go the path that leads me right through Esau's hometown. Where he's living. And now Jacob is still Jacob. So Jacob don't really know how to handle this. He just knows he's got to do it, right? He's still the conniver. And so he wants to confront Esau and he, he wants things to be healed between he and his brother, but he don't know how to handle it. So he does it the way Jacob does it, right? He takes everything that he has gathered and he starts sending it towards Esau. Messengers come back. Uh, we told Esau that, that you were coming. Well, guess what? He's on his way with 400 men. Now, when you think about that, you're like, okay, he's not coming alone. He's got an army. So Jacob starts trying to appease Esau. I'm just going 
gifts. I'm going to take what, what I've been blessed with and I'm going to start sending it towards Esau. He starts sending it towards Esau. Amen. And, and little companies, he sends them towards Esau, right, to see what Esau's reaction is going to be. Well, if he kills them, then we're going to have time to escape. How would you like to be in that first group? Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, bro. Thanks for putting me out there as bait. Hey, you guys just go meet Esau. Everything's going to be all right. As they leave, he's like, okay, we'll see if they, he kills them. Read it. If he kills them, we're in trouble. But that'll give us enough time. We can get out of Dodge. Think about it. Think about the way of thinking. Right? And so he, little by little, he sends everything that he has. Everything that he has amassed, all the wealth that he has gained by living the way that he lived, now he's spending it trying to appease Esau. Amen. It's, it's, it's of really no use to him. Come on. Because his life means more to him than anything that he has gained. And his way of appeasing Esau is sending everything he has, trying to give him gifts to buy back the loyalty or buy back or pay for the stuff that he has done. Think about it. Think about the way of thinking. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. I'm going to use what God has blessed me with to buy back the relationship with Esau. Now, he's not going to want to kill me because of all this stuff I'm sending his way. So that blessing that he had gotten, hear me, was not really a blessing. Anything that keeps you from repentance, anything that keeps you from true repentance is not a blessing from the Lord. He was not broken yet. Come on, he, he was not there yet. He did not really realize that, that who he had become and was, was not God wanted to be. He's still trying to do things underhanded. He's still trying to use his natural to back the of Esau. Come and break in spirit. Come on. And a separation in a relationship. Yourself. 
is there. And as alone, yourself, you get to be to the Please. There's a man that begins with him in the night. As he's trying to rest, he's Resting that your body is healing. And not just your but spiritually. There's that rest for you. You know, you're Anybody ever wrestled? Anybody ever laid on your bed when you're alone? You know, you can, you can occupy yourself during the day. You can your you can occupy your mind, you can occupy, put your hands to the that's your mind off of everything that's going on in your life. But when you're alone, laying on your bed at night, you're alone with your own thoughts, alone with your own heart, alone for God to to you, to pull on you, and to wrestle with Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.